Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast, where we believe that no one drifts into excellence. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and today's episode is about definitions and why they matter. It's going to be very clear, but I want to drive this point home. And I'm going to do that by way of a lesson that I have given and a talk, a short talk that I've given to my team uh, on a thing that I've messed up on a ton of time. So we had just arrived at the park. I was accompanied by one of my kids and we were equally excited to play. I was going to be playing softball, but he wanted to play over on the swing set. But before we even got to the softball diamond, he was asking if he could go on the monkey bars. Like I said, he's, we were excited. Now, the tricky part was that he would be by himself and he's not my oldest. So I went to what I knew my wife would appreciate and over explained where the playground was. Now, you're going to have to picture this. Um, I was using a lot of hand motions. So uh, I started pointing and saying, this is where I'm going to play. This is where you're going to go. So I said something like this. Okay, this is the field I'm playing on, pointing over here like a good dad. I'll be here the whole time. All you have to do is follow the gravel path to the playground, pointing to the playground now. If you stay on the gravel path, it'll take you right there. When you're done or want to drink, all you got to do is walk back down the gravel path and you'll come right back to me, pointing back at the softball diamond. Any questions? My son hesitated, then asked the question that changed the whole conversation. Uh, yeah, daddy, what's gravel? And I responded with a slight laugh because it was dawning on me what was happening and said, I'm so glad you asked. These little tiny rocks that we're standing on, that's gravel. Oh, that makes sense. So that's why you kept saying that word. Yep, that's what I was talking about. Now, I had done my best impression of a good dad, and it totally backfired in a simple but profound way. So what's the lesson? Definitions matter. And just because you understand it doesn't mean that they do. Just because I understood what it was didn't mean my son did. Especially with the things that we think everyone knows, we need to be very careful when we move on to the next thing. I'll give a couple examples in a minute. So I've worked for a managed service provider for almost 10 years now, CCB Technology. One thing I've learned, among other things, is that IT people love acronyms. At first, I was hesitant to ask what everyone was talking about. I didn't want to be that kid in class. Now, I don't care. I just jump in when I'm confused, which is often. But regardless of your industry, the people you're responsible for or the people that you're communicating with want to know what you're talking about. That seems simple, but it's true. Donald Miller has two phrases that I quote often. No one will follow you into a fog. And if you confuse, you'll lose. And it's so true. Anybody who has been responsible for direct reports or kids for that matter for more than like 23 minutes knows just because you understand you doesn't mean they do. And if you're not getting the results you want, There's a good chance that us as leaders didn't break it down enough. So the following are several areas where I've fallen short many times. Now picture an email coming across to your inbox and it's from your manager. This is something that I sent out, but comes to you. Subject line says customer visit, then OOTO at 12 p.m. EOM. Not bad, right? Except the the people started wondering where I was at at about 1.15 and it was clear to no one (laughs) or very little people what my intention was because some people knew what OOTO stood for and that it was out of the office, 
Okay, so you're going to a customer visit, then you're out of the office at 12 p.m. Oh, okay. But others, even if they understood OOTO, were confused because there was nothing in the body of the email. Oh, EOM means end of message. Now it makes sense that there was nothing in the body of the email and we can find you. Yes, definitions matter. Next example, assigning a goal of outbound calls but not helping script the pitch or even more importantly, explaining the why behind the value of the product that's being pitched. Now, for me, I maybe I'm slow, but at the time I didn't get it. Everyone was hitting their call number, but hardly anybody was hitting their sales number. And then you start asking questions. And Patrick Booth <laughs> had to explain to me, what came naturally to you, Steve, doesn't come naturally to everybody else. You struggle in some areas. This isn't some area that you struggle in, but not everybody is you. So what did I have to do? I had to go back through my process slowly, which is like the last thing I want to do is slow down. Maybe you struggle with that as well, but it's exactly what we need to do. We have to slow down and make sure everybody's on the same page. So we write down the words and phrases that we say, then let the team make it their own. And then if needed, pull somebody in from another department to explain what they've seen and the process that they've gone through of why there's value in this product that's being pitched and explained, uh, sold to a customer. Next example. I remember this. I will not say the person's name that I did this to on accident. I apologize if you're out there. Um, I gave instructions to work the room at this, you know, insert important event here. So work the room at this event that you're going to go to. Employee comes back with stories of meeting a few people, but you know, really Steve, there wasn't a lot of time, a lot of time for networking. Okay. So work the room. What does that mean? They got business cards. They met some people. They're going to, you know, shoot them some LinkedIn connections. Maybe, maybe did you tell them to? So here's what I had to do. I had to explain that the most important person in the room is the person that's most interested in you. So it really doesn't matter how much time is designated for networking. Everyone in there wants to be interesting. So as the leader, this is our opportunity. This was my opportunity as the leader to define working a room. And then beyond that, equipping them with questions and making sure that there was actually a genuine interest on this person's mind and heart to ask the questions because disingenuousness, that doesn't go far at all. So explain what to, I had to explain what to look for and where to stand. And then, you know, I suggested the book Captivated by Vanessa Van Edwards. So there's a little plug for Captivated is the name of the book by Vanessa Van Edwards. Maybe you could read that together with somebody at work. Next example, you tell somebody to follow up on an opportunity or you're checking back. Hey, did you follow up on that opportunity that we talked about last week in your meeting? Well, you were expecting much more than an email recap. And you were expecting it as a chance for us to stand out and earn trust because this was some hot referral or uh, a lead that you got from somewhere that was you know, going to close, or at least you thought it was. Here's what I had to do. Here's what we should do as leaders. Patiently give examples of where you've done this well, not to boast, but to break down a successful, an example of success. More importantly though, share where you've failed. Again, Patrick Booth, quote from him, be better than me. He says that to us as employees at CCB often. Seriously, tell them where you've messed up and that you want them to be better than you. You'll gain more than just giving them clarity. You'll gain trust. 
so we were all familiar with the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek and the, and the you know, the, the TED Talk. Uh, if you're not, Google search it. It's worth it. I would change that just a little bit for this conversation to start with clarity. It may feel strange to distill it down or dumb it down or whatever phrase you want to say there to make it simplified, but you've already lost if you aren't clear. Remember, if you confuse, you lose. So you aren't taking away from your content. You're making it more palatable. So what do I mean specifically? Coming back to my son, my son didn't need a well-spoken lesson on not wandering from the path when we were at the park. He needed to know what the little rocks were. And it's the same for most any situation where we are leading. We need to slow down enough to make sure everyone knows what the heck we're talking about. When people need to ask questions, it's our responsibility to keep it a safe environment. This is extremely important, extremely important that people feel safe to ask questions. Now, if you ridicule one person or allow people to be ridiculed and made fun of, a bomb gets detonated on the foundation of trust that you've been trying to build. You need to protect that. Call out the mean kids. Apologize if you've been mean. Don't let quick-witted jerks, including yourself, undermine what you're building. So once again, why do definitions matter? Well, how else will we really know what we're talking about? Don't leave it up to chance. Don't say you think you were clear. Say what you mean and be clear about it. And if you fail, just apologize and then try again. Now, this might not be applicable to everybody listening in here, but it helped me. When all else fails, think first date, <laughs> not putting on too much cologne. Here's what I mean. On a first date, you want the person sitting across from you to feel cared for and confident in what you're saying. If they ask you questions, you don't mind. You're actually glad that they're interested. So when you approach your people, think first date. You want them to ask questions. You want them to feel cared for and you want them to feel confident because it's a safe environment that they're with you. Definitions also matter because they hold us accountable and our direct reports accountable. But as leaders, our words have a particular weight because of our influence. So we need to take seriously the words that we say, not to be perfect, but to set an example. Flippant speech will cause people to shut down. No one wants to be the butt of your joke. Everybody wants to follow a leader that they can trust. Aim for clarity. Speak in order to benefit those in your care. Apologize regularly. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Impact of Leadership. If, if this is your first time with us, thank you for being here. We have a ton of other episodes where I interview people, uh, about a, over 110 episodes now of interviews with experts in their given field, all aimed at aiding in your growth as a leader. And if you want to get some other resources, we've got over 50 blogs um, and all those podcasts. I'm going to put links in the show notes. You can scroll down to the show notes. Hey, this is a good time for me to define what show notes are because that's what this podcast is. So if you're on your iPhone, for example, uh, you can subscribe, hit that little plus sign in the upper right-hand corner. That's not necessary, but I would like you to do that. Uh, but on the podcast app itself, on the bottom, you see a banner down there that says now playing click that tab and it'll open up. It'll be a bigger picture of our logo, the title of the episode. And then if you just start to scroll down from there, 
uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page, you'll see the links. That's where the show notes are with things like connect with IOL or blogs. All of those are hyperlinks that go to different resources. So every single episode of the Impact of Leadership podcast has links in the show notes, which is where you are now. Spotify, something very similar. Basically, any podcast app has that sort of section uh, where you can scroll down. If you're on your laptop or, or your computer, much more simple. It's that single pane of glass that you're sitting on right now. Uh, you're listening through an RSS feed in that uh, that player there. Right below that will be some description of the episode. And just below that are the notes or the hyperlinks that I was just talking about. So glad that you were with us in this episode. Uh, don't forget to go to the show notes because you know exactly where they are now. And if you thought of someone during this episode, please send it to them with a note of encouragement. Uh, if you post something on social media and you think of us or you take something from this episode or a blog and you post it, please don't forget to tag the Impact Leadership. We love engaging with you in that way. Now, I can't wait to be with you all again soon. But until then, from all of us here at the Impact of Leadership, thanks for listening. <laughs>